Hello world, welcome to the first episode of this podcast. This podcast is going to be called El Doctorcito. El Doctorcito is my nickname, so that's why I decided to title it after myself. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about on this first episode. Maybe I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I'm just sitting in front of my house right now. Smoking a wonderful Dominican cigar. So, who am I? We can start there. So, my name is Francisco Castellanos. I am 21 years old. I will be turning 22 this year in 2019. I am a software engineer slash artist. You know what? I'll reverse those two. I'm firstly an artist, and secondly, a software engineer. I was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And where should I take this? Which direction? Okay. I'll tell you how I got into software engineering. That's, um, that could be a good theme for this first episode. So I got into software engineering when I was 12 years old. first thing what was the first thing that I built there was a, a friend of the family who was visiting here from the Dominican Republic and he was telling me about a website that he had it was a news website um, I was in the eighth grade at the time and so here comes this guy he's telling me about his website and he tells me that how he makes money off of the website was he sells ads to like local businesses on his news website his uh website was like a local news website so he would sell um banners for small businesses you know like barbershops like stores restaurants on his website and then like two weeks after that i built my first website it was called philadelphian news um it never went anywhere, but it was a website that I built using, it was like a GUI, like online website builder. So it, there was no code behind it. It was just like a drag and drop interface. So I used that drag and drop interface and I built my first website, Philadelphian News, maybe in 2010 or 2011. I was 12, 13 years old. So that, that was my first experience with like building something um, digital with a computer. And after that, uh, I graduated middle school and I went to high school. And I remember very clearly my first day in uh, CS 101. The teacher's name was Lee Silverman and he Excuse
excuse me as I take a puff of my Dominican cigar. So in CS101, it was a class where you got taught the basics of computers, you know, like making Excel sheets, doing a couple of things on Photoshop. But most importantly to me, at the time I didn't know that it was going to be very important to me, but it was the Java intro to programming um, part of the class that really impacted my life. So the first day that we did Java, we did a Hello World program. So it was system.out.println, Hello World. That was the first program I ever wrote. It was a Java program. Um, so after we wrote the Hello World program, in the same day we did uh, conditions, if conditions, so if statements. So you're telling the computer if this condition is true or false, you're going to do this if it's true or this if it's false. Um, and we also did um, scanners, and basically that's how you see what's being inputted um, into the computer, like through a mouse or a keyboard or a camera. Um, so we did the keyboard, like getting input from the keyboard into our program. That opens you up to a whole new world of possibilities because now you're able to interact with the human using the computer. And... You know, the other students did the tutorial that the teacher prepared for us, but I was fascinated by being able to take input from a user and making a program with, you know, different logic flows depending on what the, uh, on what the user inputted into the computer. So... After that first Java day, I was able to like, you know, make some if statements, get input from the user, and I went home that night and I downloaded everything to write software on my little laptop. And I spent hours, I didn't even do my homework that night. I spent hours just writing little programs, like enter your name, um, calculator programs, but a bunch of basic programs that I was like, I was hooked. I was so hooked that that continued for weeks and weeks afterwards. I was I was started watching YouTube videos, and I started building slow, slowly but surely more complex programs. So I started building these complex programs. Um, through watching YouTube videos primarily. I don't think I, at the time, this was around 2012, I didn't have any programming books. But just like website like tutorials and, and YouTube videos, I built up a nice little knowledge base of programming knowledge. Um, but in addition to that, uh, Mr. Silverman, he saw how... how like excited the programming made me like every time we t like I went to his class I would ask him a Java question and I would like you could just you, when somebody enjoys something you could see their their eyes light up and this teacher saw that in me and in the same year in 2012 around March you know we're a couple months into uh, 
Well, we're almost at the tail end, year, tail end of the my ninth grade year, I think, right? It starts in September, ends in around June. So I was already a couple months into my ninth grade, new high school, meeting new people. And this teacher, Mr. Silverman, he he already knew that like I was super passionate about programming. I was actually so good at it that when he would give us programming assignments, I would finish them ahead of everybody. And he would tell me to get up and help other students that were struggling with the assignments. Okay, so where were we? So I would get up, help the students. But around March, um, the um, there was a teacher, he taught like... In, um, principles of engineering his name was mr kaler he did a lot of things in collaboration with temple university and he was giving his students a chance to participate in a new like pilot program for high school students called temple mesa i believe that temple mesa wasn't a new program at the time but but the programming component of it was a new concept and it was being tested out for the first time in march of 2012 so this uh, Mr. Kaler, he walks into the class, and I'm there doing my assignment, my programming assignment. And he says, hey, for any of my students, so the students that were taking his class, I wasn't one of them. For any of my students, uh, uh, principals of engineering students, uh, if you guys are interested in uh, this building mobile apps course, it goes on at uh, Temple University Saturdays from 9 to 3 p.m., is anybody interested? And of course, my eyes lit up and I stood up. I was like, I want to go, I want to go. He says, uh, there's limited uh, spots and it's only for my students. But Mr. Silverman, thank God for this guy. He, he uh, stepped in and he said, this guy really likes it. Uh, give him a chance. And Ms., um, Mr. Kaler then gave me a flyer for the, for the Saturday classes and I signed up for these classes and in this this class it was at Temple University in 2012 March of 2012 I believe so in March of 2012 this first Saturday, I went to the class. I was early. I'm usually not early to anything, but I was so excited about this that I had to be early. I was probably 30 minutes early. And on the first day of the class, the instructor was a man named Dean Harris. Dean and I, we're still in contact and we're great friends. And I would say even family. Um, he, I forget what he taught that day. He wasn't going to be the primary instructor, but the actual instructor couldn't make it that day. Um, so I had to wait for the next Saturday to meet the actual instructor that was going to teach us Java. And then in addition to that, the Android software development kit, um, which, you know, with those two things, you will be able to make Android applications. So I meet Dean this first day, Dean Harris. Uh, I forget exactly what he talked about, but he's just telling us about computers and about his career at IBM and all this cool stuff. Uh, I, I believe they gave us a book that they were going to use for the class. 
Uh, remember, it was like an experimental class, so it, nothing was set in stone. So I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I think that they gave us a Java for Dummies book. And by the next class, I had read the entire book. It was maybe like 200 pages. It wasn't that long. But the tutorials, the little exercises in the books make you know make it take longer because you actually have to go step by step and like do it by yourself and get the same results. So I d finished the book, go into the next class, and... The next week, I meet Tariq Hook. He was going to be the lead instructor. I believe that it was his first teaching job. And he he is an amazing teacher. I also am still in contact with him. And um, you'll see how these two people tie in later in the story as I continue. Okay, so after a couple weeks of the class, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. every Saturday, um, we're learning a lot more Java. They give us a new book called The Art and Science of Java by Eric Roberts. That's one of my favorite programming books, um, mainly because it was one of the first. Um, but after the first couple of weeks, uh, we started like building you know, very primitive Android applications. But I was fucking... I was, I was hooked on it. Like, that was... When I went to school, I only thought about that. I don't even know how I maintained my grades because I, I was only thinking about the Android and how Saturday's coming up and I want to go to the class and I want to go to the class and I want to read the book. Um, so... <coughs> there I am building Android applications in 2012. I think I was like 14 years old or 15. And I'm loving it. And I become obsessed with the programming stuff. I become super obsessed with it and I buy a bunch of books. And I watch a lot of YouTube videos and I read a lot of tutorials. And I you know, just start building my skill set up slowly and slowly, but surely I do. Um, it wasn't even slowly because I was obsessed with it. So it was, you know, I, I got a bunch of information in a short amount of time. Um, I feel like one of the things that really um, sped up my learning process was a lesson that this guy that I'm telling you guys about, Tariq Hook, taught me. So here's how the story went. So I went into one of the Saturday classes, and I'm asking Tariq, hey, uh, Tariq, we're building these websites, um, but they, I forget exactly how I phrased it, but I think I told them, oh, I read somewhere that um, the websites or the applications talk to a, to a server that's in the, quote, cloud, and they, you, know, you can send them data or information, and you can get information back from them. And I was asking him, how, how do I build my own little server or, like, um, web service? And his initial response was, 
um, that's not the lesson for today, but uh, give me one week and um, I got you next week, he told me. Those exact words. So there I am, anxious again, 2012. Um, waiting for this like new web service uh, lesson because I, like that, that would be the next logical steps. You can make a local application on your phone now and now I need to get information from a remote source or a database or a service. Um, so that was the next step in my learning. And I guess I couldn't learn it through the YouTube videos. Or I just didn't know what to look for, you know? Let me stop talking here because there's somebody coming and I don't want them to think that I'm crazy. So the lesson goes that uh, the next Saturday class, Tariq, um, you know, we're starting classes 9 a.m. And I think, and I'm thinking that Tariq is going to, you know, do a PowerPoint presentation and like show us a couple demos and show us how to build this web service. But that would have been good. But he did something that I believe changed my life forever. He came into class. He had his backpack, unzipped it. He pulled out a massive 1,000-page book, and the book's title was PHP and MySQL for Web Development. And I'm, I'm bewildered. I'm confused. I'm like, because I'm, you know, I'm thinking that he's gonna do a lesson, not give me a book. Because like before, up to this point, uh, the primary way I've been taught was, you know, either like reading a textbook with a teacher, but there's always somebody in front of the class lecturing to you and teaching you. But here, this, this, you know, when he gave me that book, that's when everything changed. I didn't realize it was changing. Like I was having a, like a mindset shift, but I definitely was because that day I took the book home. I, he never asked me for the book back. I still have it and I keep it for memories. It's not useful anymore but it's it's a very wonderful memory okay so he gave me the book and it took me a couple months to read the book but you know I slowly uh, read the book and I built some PHP web services and I was able to, you know, every Saturday ask him questions so he could help me out, figure something out if I got stuck anywhere. But then, like, a couple years later, I realized that he taught me a powerful lesson. Because after that book, I went crazy at Barnes & Noble. Like, I, I bought maybe almost every programming book they had. Not at once, but over time, right? Um, you know, what Tariq taught me by giving me that one book was that I didn't have to wait for him to make me a lesson. I could go to Barnes & Noble, um, look, uh, look for a book that was the topic that I was um, you know, looking for, and I could read it and I could teach myself. So that's why basically right now, I believe that the one skill that like, we must teach in schools like perfectly is like reading and comprehension. If you can read and comprehend, you can you can expand your mind in any way you want because all the information you know created and learned by men before us has been put in books and it's there for us to consume we just need to know how to consume it and how to comprehend it 
Um, but that's besides the point. So Tariq taught me this lesson that I could teach myself. I don't have to wait for anybody. And thinking about it right now, I kind of already was, you know, going down that process because I was watching the YouTube videos. It, was, it wasn't books, um, but it was, um, you know, I was going through the YouTube videos by myself. So I was already curious enough to go look for information, how to make this enter and then I'll see a video, watch a whole series, and then I would be able to know how, how to do that, whatever I searched for. Um, but with books, it's always, you know, laid out a little bit more formally and um, books force you to like slow down and actually learn something versus watching a quick 10 minute video and then thinking you know something, but you really don't know it, you know, like the surface level of something. So the books are still very powerful and important, I believe. Um, all right, so we have that lesson. We're still in the Mesa class, right? I forget how long the class was. I believe it was like three months. Yeah, it would, that would be around May or June when school ends. Um, so it was like a three-month program. And I was building Android applications by the time I left that course. And I'm building relationships with this um, Dean Harris and Tariq Hook. Like they're, gonna, they're lifelong friends now. And also... A couple of the students in the class, they became lifelong friends as well. We have um, uh, Stephen Pettis I met there, a great friend of mine. We actually started a business together in 2015. Um, Another student that went to Central High School, his name is Ayasi Watts. Um, Who else? Uh, I'm not in a lot of contact with this guy, but he was in the class, and he was he's a good friend of mine. Uh, his name is, um, oh, my God, I forget his name. What was his name? Darren. Darren. He's a, he's a musician. Um, so I made friends, lifelong friends, connections, mentors, people that really helped me get to where I am at this point right now as I record this. Okay, so maybe I'm not laying out the story in chronological order or I'm missing a couple of things or the details are not tying up together, but I don't have any script. All I have is a cigar in my hand and I'm doing this from memory. So excuse me if you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, but thank you for listening if you're still on it. Um, so we finished this uh Temple Mesa course in 2012 and no yeah it was in 2012 uh, May June around there I don't remember the exact dates and Tariq and Dean they picked I think it was like four or five of the what they believe to be like the most interested or passionate or best students of their class let me see how many it was me it was Steven it was Ayasu, and it was Darren. So it was four students. They, they picked one female, but she never showed up. Um, and what did they pick us for? They picked us for a summer apprenticeship program where we would shadow Tariq in uh, one of his businesses that he... I'm not sure if it was his business or he was an employee there. The company was called Inertia. It was like a medical software company. Um, so they picked four students, and they gave us $1,000. We didn't do anything, but they still gave us the $1,000. Um, 
and we shadowed Tariq that whole summer and we saw like how the real life of a software engineer is and it was at a place in center city called seed philly it was what they call a tech startup incubator so this inertia company had an office there at this tech startup incubator uh, an incubator is a place where, you know, like small businesses can like, and there's a bunch of resources for them and it can help them grow and, you know, be in this little incubator so they don't fucking die. Just similar to a little baby in, in an incubator. It's, it's like life support for a, a small business. So that was that summer, 2012. Oh, no, there's a cat right here. I hope. Get away. So I, we we go, uh, four students, including myself, so it was four of us, we do this uh, incubator thing, and like I continue learning, learning, learning. Um, what was after that? We get our $1,000, we go back to school, 2013, 10th grade. I continue learning, learning, learning more. When I say learning, I mean like learning software stuff, like just watching every fucking video, reading every book that I could get my hands on. And I even, like, I had, like, a reputation in my high school that they used to call me the, the scientist because people knew that I could, like, build shit with computers. Um, and it was, it was primarily the girls. Thinking about it now, I should have taken advantage of that. Uh, the girls were like, oh, the scientist, the scientist. They used to call me scientist. Um, but I continued learning. And I believe that in 2013, the same four students that did the summer uh, like apprenticeship program, we did a we did a, what they call a hackathon. It was a hackathon. So a hackathon is um, an event where a bunch of programmers get together. They form teams, and there's a like a theme for the hackathon. Like, oh, um, make an app centered around education and then judges will judge what you built over the course of 24 hours and then um, whoever wins there they win a prize bragging rights whatever but we did in 2013 the first hackathon I believe it was the first hackathon I ever did Um, it was sponsored by AT&T and it was open to the public so there were there were like senior software engineers there there were college students and there were high school students, the, the most amateur, I would assume, right? Like the people who know, should know the least and most likely are not going to win. Um, so that's a little foreshadowing right there. Um, but we did, this, we did this hackathon sponsored by AT&T and it was an um, education theme. And uh, Steven Ayasu and I, maybe there's somebody else, I forget them. Uh, we built a, it was like Khan Academy. I don't know if Khan Academy was a thing at this time, but it was a thing where one teacher can stream out to millions of students, right? So it was like live streaming before live streaming was a thing. So a teacher would set up a little a course. Uh, they say, oh, I'm going to go live every Thursday. And then they could live stream and then put on their webcam 
and broadcast out to a billion students and they could put worksheets on the app. It was a cool little project we built over, I believe it was one day. But the most important thing about this was that we won first place and also $5,000 for what we built. Uh, so the 